You're listening to the Quince podcast. It's been a nerve-wracking 24 hours for India's cryptocurrency market, and if you're a fellow investor, I'm sure you're privy to the nose type the coins took on 23rd November. By midnight, the entire market fell by around 15%, with Bitcoin down by 17%, Ethereum down by nearly 15%, and Tether by almost 18%. And the root of this volatility is a new bill called the Cryptocurrency and Regulation of Official Digital Currency Bill 2021, which essentially seeks to ban all private cryptocurrencies in the country, but will also allow "quote unquote" certain exceptions to promote underlying technology and its uses. Along with this the center has also stated that the Reserve Bank of India will be introducing its own digital coin as well but there is no knowledge so far on how this RBI coin will work or its purpose an unregulated market so far for the past few months the center has been dropping various hints regarding its intent on regulating cryptocurrency in India even prime minister narendra modi in a recent speech at the sydney dialogue said that quote unquote the democratic countries need to work together on cryptocurrency and ensure that it does not end up in the wrong hands But with reportedly 10 crore retail crypto investors, how can a ban impact India's crypto market? What is the center's concerns regarding cryptocurrencies? And if you're an investor, what should you do with your investment now? For this, we spoke with former Finance Secretary of India Subhash Garg and Naimish Sangvi, the CEO of CoinCrunch, a crypto news platform. You're tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you. And I'm your host, Emmat. Let's start first by acknowledging that there is a lot of information regarding this bill that is not available in the public domain, from its actual content to even its final title. Now the part regarding quote unquote private cryptocurrencies is what has stumped a lot of retail investors since there is no definition of what is a private cryptocurrency or more importantly what is the government's interpretation of it and this is not the first time that the term has popped up in 2019 a report by the interministerial committee of the department of economic affairs states that quote unquote a virtual currency therefore may be a private medium of exchange but does not in any way reflect the sovereign guarantee of the value or legal tender status and that quote unquote all these cryptocurrencies have been created by non sovereigns and are in the sense entirely private enterprises end quote still confused we took this question to subhash chandragar who is a former finance secretary of india and was also the head of the interministerial committee which published that report he breaks down the differences between a private and a public cryptocurrency in india currency so far has evolved into two formats one is the metallic form in which coins were there and one other is the paper form or the fiat currency form where the paper was used to print the currency and issue it now we are moving into the next form which is the digital form of the currency right uh, so but it's currency all the same so if the digital currency is issued in digital form by the central bank it will be official if the same digital currency is issued by the private guys or private companies or private players then it's a private cryptocurrency or private digital currency that distinction is very clear currency derives its value 
from the underlying goods and services and assets produced in the economy. That is what it draws. Otherwise, currency has no value on it. And its value is maintained as a medium of exchange by strictly regulating the supply of the currency in relation to the, ex, uh, to the accepted or anticipated demand for the transaction. You can't issue endless. If you issue too much of currency, then there is inflation. And sometimes the world has seen such inflation where thousand percent uh, uh, inflation takes place in a day or in a week. So if private cryptocurrencies, which can be issued just at a drop of a hat or just like by creating any code, mm -hmm. if you supply such digital currencies in such large uh, quantities, then mm -hmm. that quantity in relation to the economy or economic needs cannot have value. So I think it's very simple. Private cryptocurrencies are the ones which are issued by the non-central bank players to act as currencies. Now to the second part of the bill's description, which is creation of a digital currency to be issued by the RBI. It is important to note that the RBI has for years had reservations regarding cryptocurrency. And in 2018, it even prohibited banks and entities regulated by it from providing services in relation to virtual currencies. However, this was set aside by the Supreme Court in March this year. But time and again, the RBI has voiced its concerns regarding crypto. As recently as last week, RBI Governor Shakti Kanta Das said that the central bank has major concerns regarding cryptocurrencies from the macroeconomic and financial stability point of view. So, what are these concerns exactly? How can virtual currencies impact the broader economy? According to Mr. Garg, the concerns of the central bank revolve around the financial credit system, how it is operated in the crypto market, and the increase in unregulated peer-to-peer -peer banking within the Indian market. So all the financial players who are in the credit business, whether they're banks or higher purchase companies, non-banks and others, that constitute the financial system. And that financial system is based on essentially the base currency, uh, or what we call reserve currency, right? The other, th other major implication from the currency perspective is that there is an internal currency use. So when you use rupee in India to make payments and receive payments, etc., that is a domestic use. But at the same time, Indians interact with the world, imports, exports, services, uh, all kinds of activities take place. Millions of people living outside send remittances and all. Uh, so the external value or external interface of the currency is equally important. So the financial stability, to my mind, are two principal concerns. One is the credit system, how does it behave, how does it work? And second, how does the external interface? So today, um, uh, there is now a lot of evidence which suggests that um, uh, the remittances from outside uh, are sort of rooted through cryptocurrencies. Similarly, when Indians buy um, the cryptocurrencies in India, they pay in rupee or they buy dollars by giving rupees under the LRS and other schemes. So whatever they invest in buying cryptocurrencies, 
uh, in a way impact the foreign exchange reserves and they also impact the imports and exports and remittances so there are wide implications of the decentralized finance which is now sort of growing on the crypto platforms is an alternative lending and borrowing system so if your lending and borrowing system shifts there then you have uh, lots of impl implications for your banking and non banking system uh, and the deepest influence of the currency is that today the entire credit system works by the currency being sort of deposited in in the banks and all right that credit system but if the currency itself becomes uh, digital and that will give rise to lot of peer to peer lending and borrowing so then you don't have to go to banks so the expansion of currency digital currency will have implications for the financial system and if that currency is not in the hands or is managed or controlled by the central bank then you have a much bigger problems so i think rbi is rightly worried mm -hmm. about uh the uh, uh, about the influence or implications of the cryptocurrencies on the entire monetary credit and financial system so the main concerns raised by the government is one regarding the volatility of the crypto market and two how unregulated it is and this concern is valid to some extent because it was recently heightened again during the 2021 icc men's t20 world cup due to the scale of crypto tv and digital advertisements According to a CoinCrunch report, which is a crypto news platform, the cryptocurrency exchange platform CoinDCX advertised around 50 times during a single match. And according to an Economic Times report, nearly rupees 50 crores was spent in Indian crypto exchanges during the T20 World Cup. Now, one possible solution which the government is looking at is introducing an official government digital coin regulated by the RBI. So, what is that going to look like? The RBI according to a business standard report has been tinkering with the idea of a central bank digital currency or CBDC and is expected to launch a first pilot in the first quarter of the next financial year quoting P Vasudevan who is the chief general manager at the department of payment and settlement of the RBI the business standard report states that the CBDC will essentially be a digital version of India's currency however the central bank is still figuring out issues regarding which segment will this coin be targeted at the validation mechanism for it and how it will be distributed but the bigger question is how will an official rbi regulated coin solve the issues regarding cryptocurrencies which the center has raised according to nameish sangvi ceo of coincrunch the case for a government coin is deeply flawed and adds that cryptocurrencies are a legitimate investment for lakhs of people who are not there just to make a quick buck so i read this speech by another rbi uh, deputy governor i forgot the name and it was a it was the case for cbdc central bank digital currencies uh, and why rbi is dabbling into it right and the case was that if we allow people to invest in cryptocurrencies they might end up losing their money so we need an alternative that people can use which will give them the same feeling like they are using a cryptocurrency uh but they will stop using cryptocurrencies and they will use our digital currencies now 
at the risk of sounding really really rude i'm going to say that it is it is the worst argument that i've ever heard in the history of arguments against cryptocurrencies and for cbdcs right the reason is because we are not dabbling in cryptocurrencies because we we want to play with it okay it's not play money we are dabbling in it because there is there is a legitimate uh, you know idea that it might be something that is a um that is an investment that will grow in the future your cbdcs are just going to be equivalent to 1 rupee right one C- one central bank digital currency or digital rupee is going to be equal to one fiat rupee right so how am i how how am i going to use that or why am i going to use that instead of bitcoin to play around even if i want to right now the so it is not going to solve any problem so let's put that aside it is not going to solve any problem but can it be a nuanced approach towards you know future of currency as a whole i agree yes it can be tomorrow uh, we we should have a, a ledger uh, which which is like a public ledger where people can see the movement of money right easily across multiple channels multiple wallets multiple accounts that movement is going to be really good in the future in terms of transparency and accountability as well so if you are going to make a digital currency which is transparent enough and uh, can be held accountable for all the frauds that happen great use case for it right but are you going to do that that is the question that we have to ask if you are just going to replace your you know inr notes with this digital currency i have paytm money i have phone pay wallet i have google pay why do i need it as of 24 november the market has stabilized and the virtual currencies are already back to the international trading price points but the important question is what should you do with your crypto investment now should you hold on to it or sell it mr sangvi vezen i did i did make a video and i've been shouting on twitter about this see if you are scared of the banning news if you are scared of you know the volatility it's fair you should be scared you can be scared it's okay get out of your investment if you want to but at least wait it out until it is on par with the international exchange rate by this i mean if 1 us dollar is equivalent to 74.5 rupees do not sell your usd tethers which is a cryptocurrency equivalent to dollars at less than 74.5 rupees at least sell them at that rate do not go for a loss do not panic sell in a in a loss that could be very easily avoided so uh, and this this settles every time there is a market crash it also settles because this is not an international market crash this is just an india specific market crash right so it will settle there will be arbitrages there will be buyers and the market will again calm down and you know will stabilize then do it get out of it if you are not comfortable with it but don't get out of it while you are making an unavoidable loss as we stated earlier there is still a lot unknown about the cryptocurrency bill but from what we know about the crypto market is that it is very nervous and a simple tweak can set it off in a spin the final bill will be tabled in the upcoming winter session of parliament starting 29 november so to stay up to date with updates regarding this story subscribe to the big story podcast on apple spotify google podcast or wherever you get your podcast and follow the quint on our social media handles if you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the big story for episodic updates we're available on apple google podcast spotify geosaban and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms
For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website and for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts. 